0: You're listening to from the wellspring podcast a collection of performances and prayers from events all over the country this is a holy hour from a women's retreat in armont new york march 2019 the theme of the holy hour was the father of mercies all that i have is yours may it be a blessing to you and to your family Jesus Christ, we thank you for your presence. Increase our faith. that you never leave us alone increase our love for you. St. Ignatius of Leola gave us a beautiful spiritual practice whenever we enter into chapel or time before the Blessed Sacrament. that it's best to call to mind that we are being seen by God. I'm not baggage before the Lord. Ask the Lord to help you to call into your mind someone for whom you could offer an act of forgiveness in your heart. The first person. And if we are not yet able to forgive, that we might have the The Old Testament speaks in various ways about the forgiveness of sins. In, In the Old Testament, you hear a variety of terms for the forgiveness of sins. Sin is forgiven. Blotted out. In Isaiah, we hear the word purged. Cast behind your back. Psalm 103 we hear that he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor requite us according to our iniquities. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. It's really the father's mercy that is revealed in the words of and deeds, and actions of Jesus. Every word spoken from his mouth and every action of his body in his earthly life and now here before us in the Blessed Sacrament. is the response to our sins, by the Father in heaven who loves us beyond measure. So in Jesus we see how we are to love and also how much we are loved. That's why we hear in today's gospel when the Pharisees are renouncing Jesus for spending time with tax collectors and sinners, is the famous, the famous parable of the prodigal son. St. John Paul II said, a better name for the parable might be the merciful father. We all know the story. There's no need to recount it word for word you know the primary problem with both of the sons, first the one that runs away, and the second one who is jealous on the return of his brother? The problem is, is that both of the sons, for some reason, feel that they are fundamentally alone. Self, you know? And isn't it true that a lot of times in our life we're very self-referential? Everything is Everything is about me, the way I feel, how things happen to me. that sometimes we're completely and utterly self-centered. I mean, that our gaze, instead of being directed to the Father, is turned inward, and it's on ourselves. The fundamental problem with the two sons. It's possible to be seen by the Father's loving look, and it's also possible to be so free to turn away. Even though it's horrible, it is possible for us to leave the Father's house. And it's probably true in all of our lives that we've done that more than once. to the sun, runs to his daughter when he sees her coming far off he's the first to move he says these glorious words all I have is yours you are here and you are always with me all I have is yours In a certain sense, you could say this is the only thing the Father ever says to us. All I have is yours. I know. a time of brief meditation, if it helps just to close your eyes or just to focus your attention completely on Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament. With you. Help us to open our hearts just a little bit more. yourself driving down the highway, or eating a snack in your kitchen, or pausing to hear the evening news. clinging to. You respond, but I don't have a box. Oh, you certainly do. It's the one close to your heart. Don't you remember the time your father said something harsh to you? I saw you put it in your box. the time your friends turned their backs on you, I saw you put it in your box. Or the time, do you remember, the time your mother died and you hurt so much, I saw you put it in your box. You say, yes, I know the box you speak of. What do you want with this box? The quiet voice replies, take your box to the little poor boy in the manger. Why should I do that, you question. The voice says, he is a box collector. He takes these worn, tightly drawn boxes and with the greatest of care, begins to unwrap them. With love, he lifts the lid and removes the contents of pain. And then, with a breath and a smile, he fills that box with his love. his face, he holds your box out to you and says, take and hold this box close to your heart. It is filled with my love for you. So a box has been placed next to you. Go ahead and open the box. Besides, you'll find a pen and paper. Anonymously write down all your pains, anxieties, concerns, struggles, worries, anything the Lord moves you to write. Take as much time as you need to reflect. And then when you're finished, place the paper with all your burdens back into the box. And then we're going to place the boxes up on, around and on the altar before the Lord. Allow Christ to help you with your pain and fill you with his strength and love. is yours. Jesus, we thank you that we are never alone. And all of the boxes that symbolize all of our struggles and joys and pains and sufferings of this life, thank you that it reminds us that we are never alone. burdens, that you see them all. We thank you that you've said to us in your word that you are here with us always. Everything you have is ours. Everything I have is yours.
1: strong my heart. As we draw so near to you, would you draw so near to us? As we draw so near to you, would you draw so? draw us to us as we draw